Welcome to Metaphysical Happy Hour. Um, we are super excited uh, this week. We've got an awesome guest with us. Um, my name is Cassie Clayton. I'm with Stargazers Unite. Um, Tracy, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Tracy Escobar, the Red Couch Medium. And today we have, dun, 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 Cassie. <laughs> today we've got uh, Steve Spur with us here. Also known as the Cowboy, Cowboy Psychic. <laughs> Love it. Welcome to Metaphysical Happy Hour. We're so excited to have you. So excited. Thank you. I love all things mediumship. So everybody kind of knows that about me. So anytime we can get another medium on, it's like, ooh, it's fun times for me. So before we start, I just want to tell everybody on our TikTok page, YouTube page, Facebook pages, Please, you have a really great, um, well-known medium here in the Dallas area. Ask questions, send us questions. Let us help answer some things for you. But in the meantime, we're gonna talk, we're gonna get to know Steve, but please send us questions. So are you ready to get started? Yay! So I don't know if you know this, but I'm gonna tell you a little story before we start on how influential you were to me so about seven, I don't even know, maybe seven years ago, I can't even really remember, back when I I was interested in the afterlife because my dad had passed away, but I thought all mediums were the celebrity mediums on TV, right? So I thought, well, if you're a medium, you're a celebrity, you're on TV. I didn't, no idea that people so close to me in the Dallas area were even a medium. I had no idea there was metaphysical stories. I had zero idea any of that ever existed. And then one day, an ad popped up for a Halloween event that I went to. So that was my first experience. I saw you before I knew anything. I saw you live at a Halloween event with Jennifer Farmer. I think Chuck Murphy was running it. And I just think it's so cool because fast forward, now we're colleagues. Isn't that, that's just the weirdest thing to me. Like, like yeah. it just came, like we worked together on another event one time. So it's just all come together. And I just think that's this the coolest thing. And then also, I think before we even went live, we started talking about Midland and where I'm from. My dad died in Midland. So I think that's really an interesting. Ah, yeah. That's another when connection he, right there. It is. When he, and I brought for you too. I brought through your father. Yeah, you did. You he, did at another resort. He's, he's strong spirit. Okay. He's been, yes, he is. He's been with me this whole journey. And I think it's so crazy. He bought up a so car farm after he retired. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Wow. It's uh, so when you feel the need, he's going to tell you to pull over to the 7-Eleven and buy the lotto ticket. Okay. So <laughs> you just listen for him. I need to listen for the lotto tickets. It's <laughs> funny you say that's, that too. That's like when I think <laughs> like crows are really good, a good sign for me. If I see a crow during the day, I know, oh man, my readings are going to be great. If I see two crows, I go, 
whoa, this is going to be a John Edward day, okay? They're just going to knock them out of the park. If I see, if I see three crows, I drive to the 7-Eleven and I go buy some lotto tickets, okay? Because I know so it's going to be a lucky day. Awesome. <laughs> I'm excited for that because I am totally like, I will win one day. <laughs> there, there be, and, you know, I, in the beginning when I was, when I just started out, I'd ask my guides, you know, I'm, I'm in meditation. I'm going like, oh, come on, give me four out of six. I can make a truck payment. Nobody's going to know a medium one, you know, had a good ticket with the deal. And they always got, they always go, it's meant to be. You got to do what everyone else does and, and buy the quick pick. And if it was meant to be, well, my fear is going to be that I win it at 98 years old, you know, <laughs> not going to be able to do anything with it. So, right. uh, you know, I'm young enough right now. I can still do invest it. Okay. And, and have some fun with it. So that's probably the number one question we all get asked. Can you give us a lottery ticket number? Right? Give us the number. Give us the number. One time I was in a class with uh, John Capella, another well-known medium in, in Dallas, Fort Worth. Right. And uh, he had everybody write down numbers and he went out and bought lotto tickets for the whole group. And we were going to split it as a whole group if, if we won. So that's hilarious. That, that hasn't happened yet. And I don't know if a medium or a, or a, a psychic has won the lotto. So I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I was, I did a TikTok the other day about that. I was like, yeah, I get asked it, but there's no way I can give it to you. I try. If I could, I'd do it for myself. You know, <laughs> we, got, we got our health, right? Right, right. That's what we get. So we have a lot of followers who are, some are baby mediums, some wish they could be mediums. I love your story. And just so everybody knows, um, he has a book out called Unforeseen, The Near-Death Awakening of a Skeptical Cowboy Psychic, or a Cowboy Medium, I think is what it says. Like, tell us your story. How did you get started? What What were your beliefs before all that happened? I was an atheist. And I thought anything to do with the psychic or mediumship or cards or or the the board or whatever, all of it was bullshit, okay? So there's just no way. And I had, I was helping my parents move from Fort Worth down to Corpus Christi. And it was a, in the middle of the summer. It was 110 degrees outside. I was up in the attic, sweating like a pig, had a heat stroke, fell out of the attic on my head onto the concrete and had a severe concussion. And uh, it was spent three days in the hospital, you know, lost, it lost all memory when I was in the hospital, finally regained a little bit of short term memory. Uh, I, I worked at the racetrack for 15 years. So I was on a break from the racetrack and I just kept on asking, OK, when am I, you know, have the horses start running? Am I late for work? That kind of stuff. Three days later, they say, you know, you're good. Your 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 long term memory is going to come back and and everything. It's about three or four weeks after that that I started hearing music in the next room. I'm going like, who in the hell is playing the music? So I go there. I'm searching the house for this music. I can't find it. And then a couple of days later, I'm hearing voices. Okay, um, and this went on and on and uh, it went till till uh, one time I I, I was awakening from a dream and there was a little Chinese man in a little hood that looked like Obi-Wan Kenobi at the end of my bed and telling me I failed the test. What do I do? I grabbed my 357 off the, off the, uh, uh, man on I'm searching the house for this guy. Okay. Oh so 
this happened. So I would have these events going on for seven years. Okay. Cause I knew people that if you told people that you heard voices or you saw, saw spirit, like I was seeing what we call my, my 10 year old calls ghost, you know, okay. they're going to put you away. Okay. They're going to make you go to a psychiatrist. They're going to put you in a padded room. I had no, own people that heard voices and were locked up. Okay. So you don't, you don't, I I tell everyone, don't tell anybody you're sharing voices. Okay. (laughs) Go to a meeting. Tell them. Okay. They will lock you up faster. Jackrabbit crossing I-35. I mean, it was, I I thought I was a schizophrenic. Okay. Okay. I was going to ask, did you think uh, you were crazy? Yeah. A functioning schizophrenic that hears voices yeah. and sees spirit sometimes and yeah. everything so you know nothing happened i don't believe there's any accidents i don't believe there's any coincidences there's not chance i don't believe in predestination but i do believe certain things are set you you contracted for certain things to happen in your life okay yeah. and and one of those things was for me to become a medium so it, it was at three o'clock in the morning. I, I, I'm, I've been dating PJ for a year, my wife. Yep. And, and I, I come across this guy on TV called John Edward. And he says he's a medium. He talks like Tony Robbins. He's very hypnotizing. There's these people crying. He's telling stuff about, you know, their loved ones that are crossed over. And the people in the audience are crying. And I'm just trying to figure out this is very interesting. You know, I mean, he's talking about seeing this stuff and, and he's talking like it's natural, like it's a normal thing, you know? So, so I go buy his book and I start taping his show and I go over to PJ's house. I said, I want you to see this guy. And I said, I don't believe that this is possible, but I just want you to check him out and tell me because you wouldn't tell some of this stuff, you know, if there was microphones underneath the, the, the seats or in the line when they were buying tickets or in the bathroom, you wouldn't talk about your grandma's little grand, little little dog in the name of the little dog or something. You know, right. I mean, you're, only the medium's going to come up with that. So I'm right. asking her, do you believe this guy's for real? She goes, why are you telling me this? Why are you, why are you asking me this? Yeah, I think he's for real. I said, because I can do the same things he can do. I hear people, I hear dead people talking and I see spirit and everything. And I think this is what happened to me. I think they made me a medium. Okay. And I don't want to be a medium. I don't want to hear the voices. I don't want to, I don't want to hear the voices. I don't give a damn what they think. Okay. And like they come to me in dreams, dead people would come to me in dreams and they would tell me, this is the day I died. I died of a heart attack. This is my wife's name. These are my two children's name. And I died in Amarillo, Texas. So I'd, I'd wake up in the morning. I'd go to the computer. I'd put, put their name in, obit. All the stuff was, was true. I couldn't remember the name of his kids. I couldn't remember his wife's name. The date, you know, he told me, that I'm going like, why in the hell are you telling me this? Okay. Right. Yeah. So. So this went on for a while. I ended up going to a medium. The first medium I went to in the Dallas-Fort Worth area was Kathleen Tucci. And, you know, as soon as I walk in the door, she goes, how'd you hear about me? I said, my guides told me to come. Okay. (laughs) Didn't tell her I don't believe in this shit or I'm trying to. So basically, I wanted to learn how to turn it off. 
Okay. Oh. So I started studying with a couple of mediums just to learn how to turn it off because I didn't totally want to. Awesome. For me, it was mediumship talking to dead people. It, it's a parlor trick. Who cares? Who wants to talk to dead people? Okay. <laughs> and and it, after a while, when I was when I was meditating, I I, I finally, you know, they said you got to get this turned off. First off, you got to find out who your guides are, and you got to talk to your guides to turn this off. Okay. Yeah. So and my guides are going to tell me they're going like Steve. If you're driving down a country road and you saw some young lady with two kids and she's stuck in the mud on the side of the road, are you going to keep on driving or are you going to pull over and help her? I said, well, shit, I'm, I'm going to pull over and help her. Why wouldn't I? That's, that's the thing to do, you know, pull over and help her. And, and they go, why? Why are you going to help her? I said, I'm going to help her get up, get her back on her path and, and down the road where she's supposed to go. They said, exactly. And that's what you're doing with mediumship. That's why mediumship is so important because some people are stuck on the side of the road and they just need you to help them pull them out of the ditch so they can go back on their path and learn their life lessons. I was going like, well, shit, I can do that. I can do that. And that <laughs> when I became, I cited, okay, so this is maybe this gift isn't so bad, you know, and the more yeah. I started helping people and I was explaining to Cassie earlier, I'm trying to pay my karma so far forward. Okay. Cause I didn't, I didn't start, you know, I didn't start professionally reading people till about 14 years ago. Okay. So I'm trying to make up for my past and I'm trying to pay it forward so much that in the next three or four lives, I'm going to kind of be able to cruise. Okay. So they go, Oh yeah. Look, Let's look at his acoustic record, Steve Spur. Oh, he was a medium and he helped all these hundreds and thousands of people who they say that we're going to meet when we die on the other side. All this, all the spirits that we've brought through and then later on the people that we read for and, you know, hopefully yeah. there's going to be a big old long line. But that's the way I, I started and, and started enjoying the journey then. Okay. That's incredible. That's incredible. Do you think, you know, I always talk, I think so much of it's the mind. Do you think it was the concussion? Do you think that's what opened it up? Well, I think everybody's born psychic, okay? okay. And I mm -hmm. think just like everybody's, everyone has the ability to be an artist or an athlete. Right. Some, are, right. some are naturals. Right. And then some of it have it knocked into their head like I did as a medium, okay? Yeah. So okay. I, I don't. Knowing what I do now, it's funny because when I was a little kid, when I was eight years old, I knew how to witch, witch water wells and, and use dousing. We'd get a okay. willow tree. My yeah, grandfather yeah. taught me that because his father, back in the panhandle of, of, of Texas and Oklahoma and uh, uh, New Mexico, that's how he made his living, was finding water wells and oil wells for people back in the 1920s. Wow. Well, that is so cool. That's interesting. That lived, in that lived in Arkansas. Both of them had 10. My, my granddad had 10 brothers and sisters. My grandmother had 11. Okay. Dirt poor. Grandmother's dad and brother, what we call is witched wells for a living. Found water wells for farms and, and you know, places in, in Arkansas. So I'm going like, well, that's psychic. 
right there. And I thought every kid in America knew how to go get a peach tree fork in the, in the deal and go find the water sprinkler that was broken or go find whatever you dropped in the in the backyard with the with the tree limb, you know? And I thought, well, shit, everybody knows how to do that. Little did I know, okay? So I think a lot of it is in your blood. I think you get most of your psychic ability from your mom's side of the family, okay? Okay. And if yeah. you're, the closer you are to being Irish or African-American or uh, uh, Latina, I think that you're closer to the source, okay? Interesting, uh-huh. And then others, it's just, I think it comes through the, the female line like that. Uh, so, I can probably agree with you with that. Mm -hmm. So I, even if, you're, if your mom's not psychic, your grandma was really psychic, okay? Yeah. So, and her grandma was. So, you know, when, when the rains came and the, and the, the storms, she knew if it was going to be bad or not. She knew right. when people came over, if they were good or not. Okay. Yeah. Everyone has that ability. As soon as you walk up to somebody and you get within, you know, four foot of them, you can feel their aura, you know, right then. Okay. And I tell all the ladies that call me, you know, how am I going to find my soulmate? So number one, you're going to know on your first date is this. You will. Yeah. Guarantee yeah. it. First date. Yeah. And that first impression is so important, not that, not because of what he looks like or whatever, because of what you feel around the him. Energy, okay? The connection. And, yep. and if you see any of his aura, and then as soon as he starts talking, you're going to feel the energy too. And you're going to know right away. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and then in step two, I said, you got to get out of the apartment, man. Okay. You got to go <laughs> yeah. and go find the guy that. Go, that find him. What, go find the guy that does what you like to do. If you like to go dance and go, you know, go, go to some dancing places. If you like live music, if you like book club, if you like, you know, little dachshund club, go find something on Meetup and, and go join it. And you're going to be close that much closer to your soulmate. Oh, I agree. hundred percent. I have, um, like, I don't know. And I, I also think you have more than one soulmate. You have oh, more than too. one soulmate. Okay. Oh, so I those that got divorced or those that had breakups, doesn't mean that that person that you were with wasn't a soulmate. It, you right. just finished your karma with that person and and evened it up or whatever. Maybe you killed them in the last life. So this time you just, you know, he broke your heart. It's a good trade-off. Okay. <laughs> that karmic stuff, right? That karmic yeah. stuff, man. It that karmic stuff. Every time. Getcha. It'll getcha. I think a lot about destiny and my journey, too. And like... Like for me and you both, it came later on in life. But now that it's here, it's just like it's comfortable. It's like what we were meant to be doing all along. It's just the weirdest yeah. feeling. Like and everything just kind of falls into place now. It's just like I can remember my whole life just searching for what I was supposed to be doing and just searching and nothing was ever panning out. I'm just searching until all this happened and then it just falls into line. So I think it's just beautiful when you're when you're walking yeah. your path, when you're walking your purpose, it's easy. Yeah. When you talked about your father dying, that mm -hmm. happens to a lot of people. Someone close to them mm -hmm. crossed over, and then it's that connection that helps you get closer to the veil. Okay, yes. that's how John Capella, after John Capella's dad crossed over, he mm -hmm. started receiving messages and things. Yes. Marvina Meek, she had an accident, uh, a riding accident, 
and that's how she came closer to the to the the veil. Okay, so it's really interesting. The people that that say that they're and I, I do believe you're born with it, but mm -hmm. it's like I want the guys that had to learn like me under under twenty different mediums. That and then I took the the eat a piece of each of them as like it was a cookbook. So if you if you stir up John Edward and Gordon Smith and Allison Dubois and all the people, I'm gonna still turn out different from them. Okay. Exactly. And exactly. If, if I don't care what people think about me. I tell it like it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because it just doesn't matter. You know, I mean, be yourself and, and why lie about it? You know, and, yeah. and I have people come through and I'm going like, man, get off the drugs. You're living a shit life. They're showing me what's going on. You know, this is your wake up call, brother. And, and they go like, how do you know that? You know, yeah. and I'm going like, sorry about your luck, you know, but you got, you're not on your path, you know? Yeah. Do you have one, you know, just thinking about, you know, my own journey, do you have one more influential teacher or did you just, when the student's ready, the teacher appeared, is that kind of what my happened? Two, my two favorites are, are yeah. John Edward. Okay. Because he's no nonsense. He's no nonsense. Yeah. Any, anyone can go on, on YouTube and look at the earlier John Edwards before he's as polished as he is now. And he's okay. just telling you, like, okay, I have an Aunt Betty coming through. And they go, I don't have an aunt. He goes, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, know, I know you do, you know. He's so confident. Anytime he had them call on the phone, call their mom up in the audience and say, do we have an Aunt Betty? And they're going, I'm so sorry, John, you know. And then my favorite, <laughs> second favorite medium is Gordon Smith. And uh -huh. he's the Scottish medium. And I got to yep. study with him. Uh, you I've did. With, with John Holland. John Holland's another good one up in Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm working with John uh, uh, with uh, uh, Paul Jacobs now. Are you? Um, Love yeah. Paul. You never yeah. you never learn it all. Okay. No. Like they, they asked Gordon Higginson, the guy that the, mm -hmm. that founded uh, Arthur Findlay Arthur College. Findlay. Mm -hmm. When are you going to be the best medium that you are? Mm -hmm. The day before I die. I am still learning stuff from spirit and still making connection. And that's when you're going to be at the best the day before yeah. you die. You know, yeah. so I study with everybody that, that I think I can learn something from. And, then if, it, and then if it helps me teach somebody else, yeah. then it was worth it. You know, something, something that maybe I'll learn from, from Gordon or, or from John or something, but I won't use myself. But if I have a, a class or whatever, if I, or tell another beginning medium, try mm -hmm. this, try this okay. to strengthen your connection. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what advice, speaking of baby mediums, I call them baby mediums. Like there's a one piece of advice you give anybody who's just starting their journey. Meditate, meditate, meditate the hell out of it. Okay. Me too. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, and, and I'm the worst about meditating. Okay. Me too. But I'm, I meditate for 30 minutes before I start the day of my readings. Okay. So you do. So that counts. But if you can just go sit in a chair, the same chair, the same time every day for five or 10 minutes. And, and number one, um, uh, 
was trying to remember. There was a medium in uh, Dallas, Shannon Maxey. Do you do you recall who Shannon Maxey is? Okay, I do not. This is fifteen years ago. So I couldn't meditate, and she's saying, "Well, I have so much garbage going in my head, and that's why I can't meditate or whatever like that." She said, "Steve, you need to be listening to some music. Listen mm -hmm. to the same music, and then she told me." Hit the repeat button. So the left side of my brain is is listening to the lyrics, and then yeah. the right side of my brain, or vice versa, that's right, is talking to the spirit. spirit. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and so I will put the headphones on and hit one of my my songs. It may be a classic rock, it may be a country, it may be something else. And I'll, I'll when I start out, I'll just listen to it over and over. It may be maybe uh, um, the dance with Garth Brooks, okay? And, just, uh -huh. and I already hear, I already know the lyrics by heart, so I forgot the lyrics, and I'm just hearing the the, the music. Music. And then all of a sudden, I can start hearing voices, and it'll be your guide. It'll be your loved ones, like that. And then that's the easiest way to make that connection is by trying. And then when something comes into your mind, oh, I forgot to pay the electric bill. You just spin it out of your heel, head, let it go, but you don't try to block all the stuff. You just let yeah. it come in, but let it fly back out. Yeah. I think one of the most well, aha start, moments I go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Five or ten minutes start. That's it. And then yeah. build up to 20, 30 minutes real easy. Okay. That's what I tell my students too. I think the most aha moment I ever had was with Lisa Williams, and I did some training with her, and she explained how the brain works and how your left brain will fight with your right brain all day long in mediumship. So you've got to learn to control the brain. And that was the biggest aha moment ever for me personally, just understanding that concept. So mm -hmm. I tell my students, start with a guided meditation, get your brain out of the way. So the same things that we talk about. I've, I've seen Lisa a couple of times. At, Have you okay? Doing readings. Yeah, she's nice. She's good. She's, she's incredible. And she's, a, she's, incredible. she's a European. She's an author friendly. Yeah. Yep. Gal. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. So something came well, up with I, I, me. Go ahead. That? I was going to say something came up with me this week and I wanted to ask you, but go ahead and finish your thought. Well, if you read everything that's on the internet right now, you would think that you would, you have to go to Arthur Finlay to become a medium. Okay. Yeah. And there's so many great American mediums. Now you don't have there to are. do that. I mean, you can right. read their books and stuff like that, but there's not just an American way or an English way or mm -hmm. wolf messing the Russian medium. Use what you can get. Your guys are going to literally put the books and the videos and the people in front of your yeah. path that you're supposed to follow. There's nothing by accident. No. Yeah. Like I said, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. It just it happens, yeah. right? Sure. It all falls sure. into place. Yeah. So I want to talk to you a little bit. Yeah. Something happened to me this week and I, it's like a question that someone posed to me and it, it made me think. And so I just want to ask like another medium. Do you think our deaths are predetermined? I believe that we're born not one second before our time and that we don't die one second before our time. And both of those are contracted. Okay. okay. So when you're up here, before you come down, you're with a council of elders with your with your guides 
and you, you've got this with me. It was in a honky tonk in a bar in heaven, and we were all <laughs> drunk. And say, hey, let's do this, okay? You're going to be yeah. born in Lubbock, and then move to Midland, and you're going to have an accident, and you're become a, a medium. I said, yeah, but I want to be a boxer, and I want to be a swimmer, and I want to, you know, train Kentucky Derby horses. They're going like, okay, we'll put in side notes, but you're not going to be great at any of those things. You're going to be above average. I was above average boxer, wanted to turn pro. I was a good swimmer, great on relays, not the individual. You know, went to state, ran two horses in the Kentucky Derby. They both ran 10th, but this is what I was meant to do. And then if I'm supposed to die, if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, knock on wood, it was meant to be. Okay. And I believe 9 11, the Holocaust. Everybody signs up. Everybody knows when they're on the other side, they knew the pandemic was going to come this last two years. We yeah. signed up for this yet, okay? <sighs> when children die, when people get murdered, when people have accidents, it all happens because your soul group hadn't experienced that event, okay? And you need to understand that type of, of mourning and that's that type of depression or that type of whatever you're going through. And more than likely, it's a life lesson. And there's going to be other people that go through the same thing. And you're going to be able to help them get through it. Okay. And I, it almost always happens like that. This, it, it, I said, I'm telling you, you've lost a child. In two years, there's going to be another, you're going to run into another lady that just can't go on with life because she's gone through the same thing you have. And you're yeah. going to explain to her how it works and how you made it. And, and there is life after death, you know, and, and all these things. And, and that's why yeah. those, in those harsh life lessons, I call them. Only the old souls are going to get this stuff. Okay. Yeah. Only the sure. old souls are gonna go through the toughest shit. All right. So yeah. if you're a baby soul, don't worry about your life. Don't worry, right? you got easy. Be fine, all right. You're an old soul. This is probably already happened to you. Okay. Yeah. So crazy. You, you agree? I agree. I think this I had a reading with a lady who lost her her sister in law. From an elective surgery so it became a topic if it was elective could it have been stopped you know yeah yeah but her well, soul knew and her soul went through with it so that i believe oh. suicides are the same way i do okay me too me too okay me too. It's, planned. it's planned it's a planned deal they're going like steve you only have to come here for so long and then we got a parachute cord for you okay and you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna split and then next okay um, so I, I don't think in, I, I just don't believe in coincidences and there's a reason for it. And number one, I tell anybody that's lost somebody to suicide, yeah. there, there's nothing you could have done. There's no, and, and, and you couldn't have talked them out of it. Even if it was for a day, the next day was the day. Okay. And it's, it's, it's a real it, it's a real sad that people have to go through the mental anguish and be in such a dark time to do something like that but I do believe there's a reason for everything okay and um, 
I did a, a, a reading recently for a young for a young girl who's like 20 years old and she lost her boyfriend who is 21 and and uh, I forget I, I, it was a suicide I believe yeah. um, and so I was talking to him and he showed me what his paradise looked like he was a fisherman he loved fishing he had a lake on the other side there wasn't a ripple on it it was catch and release he just fishing like crazy had a little cabin on the side, had a beach, had pine tree. I go, oh, man, this is paradise. I love your heaven. And he goes, yeah. you know, paradise is freaking boring. Okay. <laughs> and I said, like, yeah, but you're just, there's, no, there's no time in heaven. You're going to wait for your girlfriend there, right? And you're going like, are you kidding? She doesn't die till she's 80 years old. I can get two more lives in and right. still hook up with her back in my in my soul group and that right. just kind of blew my mind that he was thinking obviously he was an old soul right okay and right. To, the, to him this life was just a football game i made it four <laughs> quarters it was time to go on i can get two more games in before i get back with my group with my posse and we go <laughs> and, and then we come back and live again so the biggest thing the biggest problem i had is being a medium was believing in real incarnation really that kicked my butt okay Did it? oh my God. It, it was it was ed, reading edgar casey's book that that finally i'm going like okay so if you read the bible and, and you know back in 3000 3, ad they took out all the references of or what they thought were the references of reincarnation, reincarnation. Now the bible. but yeah. all the a lot of the christians or neo-christians or whatever back then they believed in reincarnation okay and for me it was like i don't want to come back and suffer like this you know right. are you kidding me this is this is a rough life but if you weigh everything good and bad that's happened in your life i would think that most people are going to say they've lived a good life okay i think you know it, it may be a a, a six uh uh 60 40. A seven and seven and five uh, uh, season, you know, like the Cowboys. You know, yeah. it, it, it's going to be a, a, a ten and nine season. You just won one more game than you lost. It was still a pretty good season. Still, it was a pretty good right. life. Okay, right, and, right. Uh, and knowing what I do now is like I'm not even concerned about this life. I'm already going like. I just don't want to make any wrong moves so it doesn't screw up anything in my next lives. Okay. And we have may have already signed, we've may have already contracted for our next two lives. Okay. Mm -hmm. We don't I have anything to do. What are you talking about? And then and then uh uh and then really the mind blower is what if you're in two lives or three lives at the same time? At the same time? I, I believe we all are in heaven right now. Okay. Really? Okay. That that Steve Spur has brought down twenty five percent of his energy in this life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is there a Buddhist monk in Thailand in a temple that has twenty percent of Steve Spur's energy? Also, I, I was in a past uh, a life between lives regression, and I say I am. 
Really? And I got, I got on the computer and looked at the city that came through when I was when I was hypnotized and found the temple and the city yeah. and the temple in Thailand. I'm going like, I got to freaking go see who the hell I am. You know, but I don't think they would ever, ever let that happen. But yeah. okay, just saying, you, you we you can't all, fathom the possibilities. That's oh, it. oh. And, but I just tell people, if you just worry about the six square feet around you yeah. and do the right thing, be nice to be, there's no way I'm going to live. I'm going to learn unconditional love in this lifetime. There's no way I'm going to live, learn forgiveness in this lifetime. I can't be that lady that had the son murdered and can for, forgive that murderer. Okay. I just don't think it's in me. All right. Wow. So, yeah, yeah it's okay. It's, it's gonna okay. Take me four, it's going to take me four or five more lives to learn that unconditional yeah. love. That's a biggie. Yeah, you it know? is a big one. Yeah, it yeah. is. Unconditional love, forgiveness, you know, I mean, to be at peace with yourself. There's a lot of stuff to learn. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm telling you, we're not talking hundreds of lifetimes, we're talking maybe thousands. thousands. Okay. So, I've been, I've been every color of the rainbow. I've, I've killed you. You've killed me. I've been raped. I've raped. I've stolen. I've been, I know that I've been a horse thief in two lives and I can't stand a tie around my neck to this day. Okay. Interesting. Can't, can't, oh my God. It just freaks me out because I've been hung twice. Okay. I mean, I was a good thief. I stole a lot of good horses. Okay. But oh, I got home for it. So, you know, oh, Lord. don't be coming with me with a rope. It'll freak me out. All right. That's funny. Oh, what a pleasure. Love your stories. You're such a storyteller. <laughs> yeah. We got any questions out there, Cassie? Uh, we do. We actually have um, one with uh, Monica Lynn. She's asking, what about this being our meat suits? So how many meat suits do we inhabit at one time? So that's what I think. It can. I think you can be two or three. I think, okay, every night you go to bed, you hook up with your higher self. That's that silver cord that you've heard about that goes from you, your soul, to yourself. Your higher self is in heaven right now. So I go to sleep at night. I'm going to have some great dreams, maybe have some lucid dreams where I can learn some things, you know, and stuff. But I'm connecting with my guides, my higher guides, and myself and going, hey, guys, how did I do today? Is everything all right? And they're just, you know, they're crossing their arms and shake. You know, you could have done that a little bit better. They're kind of being the, the, the Jimmy Johnson, the coach. Come on, Steve, you can do better than this. Let's get out there, kick ass and take names and do, you know. And that's the way it is. Every night you're hooking up and you're talking to your higher self and your spirit guides. Wow. Um, we also have another question. Um, do we think we are reincarnated with the same people? I, I believe everybody has a soul group of between 25 and 30 people. Um, I think you, you reincarnate, you know, life after life with this soul group. But just know that the whole soul group doesn't make the train sometimes. Okay. And as old as I, I'm 60, I don't think I've met everybody in my soul group yet. 
Okay. Oh, so yeah. like, like my granddaughters and, and, you know, my, my stepdaughters and stuff like that. Um, also, like, I don't believe my parents are in my soul group. Okay. No. Okay. Nope. I think, I think there's, there's like three to four other soul groups that, that fill in the places for us. And like one of my kids, you know, one of my kids might be from another soul group. Or my parents were from another uh, um, soul group, you know, that, that we work with time. So there's there's about, that makes it about, you know, 120 people that you could possibly reincarnate with at any given time. Your, your favorite high school teacher that got you through school is one of your soulmates, okay? The person that treated you like shit or beat the hell out of you or you hope that they would go to hell might be what I call the Judas complex. He's actually your closest soulmate. Okay. That I, I don't believe Jesus was betrayed. I believe Judas did everything that Jesus told him to. And, you know, and just Jesus, Judas thought when Jesus is on the cross, he's going to pull out the nails from his hands, step down and he's going to rule the world. Cause that's what he thought, you know, if I had someone to tell me I could run through a wall and I believed them enough, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try, you know? Yeah. So, so just know the worst person in your life, your next life might be your lover or might be your, your closest soulmate. Okay. I love it. We have so many questions, What you got anything else? Yeah. There's so many. Good job. Um, um go ahead. No, we, I mean, we do have questions, but we are at that time in the show that we tend to switch over. So do we want to keep going with questions or do we want to go with readings? Go, go with some readings. That's fine. Okay. Um, I have right. one really quick. Sassy Britches on TikTok needs a love reading. So it's interesting your, your take on love reading. So I'm going to let you run with this one, Steve. Love reading for Sassy Britches. <laughs> She's been patiently waiting this whole time. Do we? There you go. Uh, we don't know where she's from. They're showing me peach trees wherever she's from. So I don't know if that's a Georgia reference or somebody in Texas has peach trees or something like that. Um, she's running parallel with with the crowd that her that her soulmate's going to be in. Okay. okay. So they're they're like going to the same concerts. They're going to the same movies. They're going to the same restaurants. She's she's probably seen her soulmate already, okay? But he was just running with another crowd, okay? So be more open-minded. Meet as many people as you can. I, I tell I tell the women that I know, don't be shy at all. I was the shyest guy in the world, believe it or not. Um, that's why it's cool to be a cowboy because you can just be tough and shut up, okay? Yeah. Um, but She's from Alabama. Walk up. There you go. Okay. Uh, walk, walk up, walk up and, and, and get and ask a guy what his name is. Okay. Start up the conversation. It's not going to make you seem like you're easy or whatever. Okay. Just say, because you want to go, I, I'd rather you go out and do the picking instead of your soulmate doing the picking. Okay. So there if go. there's a, a guy that you think looks sharp and he, you know, you're in your lane, Go up and ask him, hey, what, you know, what's up? Are you seeing somebody? What's going on? You want to have coffee? Something safe. 
There you go. I got go with the flow. He's in that city. He's in that city. Yeah. Yeah. I got divine intervention. So go with the flow. Oh, divine intervention. There you go. We're all good. Good. Yeah. It's going to happen when it's yeah. supposed to happen. For yeah. sure. Right. And she likes women. So it's it's a woman. There you oh, go. Okay. So <laughs> woman. So walk up to a woman. Are you good? Are you good? Walk up to a woman. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know, and then make that connection. That's cool. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, good job, guys. Don't good be job. shy. Don't be don't be a shy lesbian for God's sake. <laughs> don't be shy. <laughs> She's well, there. <laughs> oh, your turn, <laughs> Cassie. All right. Well, hey, meet my friend Cassie. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Maybe she's in Texas. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'll tell you a funny story later, Tracy. Um, okay, so we're going to go with uh, Whitney Harden. Um, and uh, she's just asking whatever spirit leads us to. Please and thank you for her reading. What's her name? Whitney? Whitney. Uh, okay, she, if she, life's kind of like a roller coaster, okay? She picked a, a small roller coaster. I don't know if you've ever been to Six Flags. The runaway mine train is like an easy deal. She's on a hump right now. Okay. She she's she's in a a small hump. She's having to make a, a small hill. Okay. It's gonna get better after this. Give it give it at least three weeks and she's gonna have a completely different perspective. Okay. But her whole life. It's going to be an easy roller coaster instead of the big double loop, Judge Roy scream, all that kind of stuff. I got money. So money's on your mind. I would use this time to find your way to abundance and start manifesting. So a lot of things around money going on around you. So use your creativity and for yeah, sure. that's what you want for sure. Right. You guys have no idea how powerful you all are as human beings. So definitely and, and i got the card um angelite which um it's join with like-minded people for friendship and increased spiritual growth mm -hmm. there you go. and i know so, whitney she's a client of mine so huh, that was all good so there you go <laughs> there you go there you go do you have anybody over on a uh, tiktok asking for somebody yes lee mac she um sassy Bridges says thank you Lee Mack, 77, just a general reading. It's really hard on TikTok because I don't know y'all's names, but we're going to try. Let's do it. So, so that's Lee? L-E-E -E, and then Mack. Lee has too many irons in the fire. Too many irons okay. in the fire, Lee. Uh -huh. Yeah, so, start, so, so zoom in and focus on the best two or three things that you want in your life right now. Okay. And just that you're, you're being distracted by too many other, too many other things, too many other people, too many other jobs, focus on what you, what you want and, and kind of go in, zoom in on it. Good job. I got all about creativity and inviting the magic in. So understanding your own power, understanding going within focus, ground, get uber focused on the things that you want. I feel like, I know I'm a little sporadic, so I think it's time to bring it all in and go mm -hmm. for what you want. What you got, Cass? Um, I got the card for Tanzanite, and um, what this card is about is um, 
it's letting you know you've healed from the past enough to open your heart to new, to the new. There you go. Yay. So, yeah. Definitely. Hello. hello. Um, oh, Jennifer Greer wants to know what Steve has for her. Jennifer Greer. And I know Jennifer, so I'm going to let Steve take this one. Okay. For Jennifer. So Jennifer ought to be having a good ride right now. Okay. Things ought to be kind of going her way and everything. So just don't doubt herself. Don't doubt what, what's coming into her and don't think that, that uh, she's not, not for some of the things that she's hoping for, because they're just, if she's not experiencing it now, she's going to experience it very soon. Really good. Good job. I got the resilience card. Like you've been through some stuff like but you're rising above it all and you're finally coming out on the other end. So you're ending some really rough chapters and it's about to be smooth sailing going forward. So keep resilient. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, and I got uh, Unakite, which is uh, answered prayers. Answered prayers. Um, so all your great all your great work has opened the door for divine solutions and support. There you go. Absolutely. Nice. Um, all right. We've got some people asking over here. Um, let's see. Um, why don't we go with um, Melissa Jeffries? She asks, whatever the spirit leads you to read for me. Melissa Don Jeffries. Yes. So, you know, when I do readings, when I do mediumship, I ask people to, to tell me their birth certificate name because I, that's how I, I was taught to key into their energy. Okay. So like, like some of the Arthur Finlay mediums will let the, the spirit like walk up behind them literally and get into their space and then they start delivering a message for it. I hear their name and, and, and then, so I go up, raise my energy up. I draw a circle in the, in the air and anyone that can connect to that frequency of her voice that I heard is allowed to step into the, the circle. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and Melissa has a, a bunch of people on the other side. Okay. Just know they're looking out for, her, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if she's getting messages herself. She's having dreams. She's having, having lucid dreams. She's having, uh, just urges. Why, am, why should I turn right, right here at this light? Why should I go into this place? Why should I do a certain thing? It's just your guides and your angels and your loved ones on the other side that are kind of helping you stay on your path. Okay. So don't, don't freak out about anything, any coincidences and, and things that happen. I, I think it all happens for a reason. And, and so it, it's going to be okay. Okay. So listen to it, your intuition. I always tell people, listen to their intuition from your gut. And you know, watching American Idol and The Voice and all those celebrities, they go, I'm just going to pick this person because that's what my gut's telling me to. Well, they're basically listening to their intuition, okay? Mm -hmm. And as long as Melissa stays with her inner 
intuition, she's doing great, okay? And I think she's already getting some signs or there's some things happening at the house, okay? So we're so in alignment. So the card that I put was pulled for her was the alignment card. She's time to pursue your own spiritual growth. So we are like in alignment today. And I think it's there's real no, magical. There's no coincidences. Yeah. No coincidences. For sure. And uh, the card that I... I Fold was is also in alignment and it's um the card for um aquamarine and it's divine life purpose trust the signs and your inner guidance which are leading you to fulfillment very cool that's awesome. awesome i used i used to teach tarot about 10 years ago and and my deck is is the buckland romani deck Ooh. Uh, it's, a, it's a gypsy deck so it's a gypsy deck so, yeah the only reason I learned how to do tarot was because John Edward learned how to do tarot first. Okay. And then he, while he was doing tarot, he started hearing voices and he started seeing spirit and he would pass that along. Okay. I, I would love everybody to know how to buy a tarot deck and, and learn, you know, just by, by reading the, the, the little book with the deck. What do you have? I have my tarot deck too. I'm not sure what it is, but. I try. I'm trying to learn the tarot. Just barely recently is it coming up in my readings. I'm like, huh, I'm going to go to the tarot deck. So I'm starting to learn it myself, y'all. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Ask, what's your deck? I don't know. Tell the them name. how you got into tarot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the name of my deck. I, um, the box. I pull them out of the box and keep them all over my desk. Fair enough. But I've been watching the show Carnival on HBO, and they use the same tech. So it's really interesting. Coincidence. I love Carnival. Carnival. Is that what it's? Carnival. Bought it on the disc. Yeah. Watch it on HBO. People watch it on HBO. And someone wrote an article that every episode is like a different tarot card in the deck. So all the characters are different tarot meanings in the tarot deck. From the devil, the very first card, you know, the searcher and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, if you'll go back to watch Carnival, you're going, oh, you know, there, there he is. And, and one of my, my favorite character was the blind guy. Yes. The, the, the French blind guy. Okay. Yes. And he was a medium. And he was a medium too. Yes. Like I'm on barely episode four. Someone just turned me on to it. And I'm like, Huh, this is kind of cool. I would love to be the gypsy living in the trailer doing psychic readings. <laughs> Past life. Past life. Past life. I'm, I'm Scott Irish, you know. There you go. <laughs> We're all in the carnival. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Um, we've got, um, let's I see. I have someone who wants a loved one past reading. Perfect. Let's do that. Um, her name is Michelle Moreno. Would love to hear from my loved ones who've passed. Michelle Moreno is her birth, birth certificate name. Okay. Um, okay, so I don't know if this is a mother figure or a grandmother figure that's for her. She's a, uh, she's kind of a kitchen mom. She can make anything from scratch in the kitchen. She's a little bit heavier set. She she's holding her hand. She loves. She says prayers for you every day. Okay, you're doing right. 
you're doing right by her. So I, this may be a grandmother. So, but just know how much you are loved. Okay. And whenever you find hard times or, or whatever, think about, think about this lady's love. Okay. And her love for you. Uh, and it'll make the day go a whole lot better. Okay. They're trying to, uh, I believe you already, you've already, you're going to do the things you're supposed to do with your guides. But I know that your loved ones can also whisper st stuff in your ear. And it's kind of like a little cheat sheet. Okay. It's what I needed to get through algebra and calculus in high school, my little cheat sheets. All right. Mm -hmm. They can whisper stuff and help you out all the time. And it may be your guides are telling them to do that. So you're hearing it in your mom's or your grandma's voice. But she's very extremely proud of you. Okay. So whatever mm -hmm. you've gone through, you've gone through in flying colors. It was her mama and her mom passed away 13 weeks ago. Okay. So, um, she's watching her. She's very proud she's of her. Okay. Her. Yeah. And I pulled a card. I wish I would have told you more how much I loved you. So I know it feels like it was unexpected. So I just need you to know how much she loves you. Aww. Yeah. And the card that I pulled, it's the card for Rose Quartz. And, um, you know, that, that really is love. the, the love. type. Yeah, that's love. It's love. That's all it is. Love. So much love. Absolutely. So, much love. Gosh. so, all right, we've got about two minutes left. Do we have time for one more reading? One more reading, and then we'll wrap it up. Do you have anything on that end? Let's do Tammy Mahmoud. Mahmoud would love to connect with a loved one, please. Tammy Mahmoud. Yes. Um, that she has a lot of there's a lot a lot of there's at least three males on the other side for her. Okay, I have a male one, too. Okay, one guy's bald, and I I don't know if he if it's the bald guy that has the mustache or if there's another guy with him that has the mustache. They both. So this is like a dad and a, and a brother, or a dad and an uncle, or a grandfather and an uncle, or something like that. Uh, that are both looking after her, okay? Um, they're telling her to to go out of her comfort zone, okay? So try some new things. Go a little bit further than what you're going now. So whatever you're experiencing or, or whatever you're wanting to try, just go a little bit further, okay? The goal line, it's just like a couple of uh, yards further down. So I don't know why you're hesitant or whatever, but they have your back. And it's the men in your family that are on the other side that are watching over you. Like, like you got a kick-ass guardian angel anyway, okay? But you've got them on the other side that are just going like tugging his tugging his his cloak, going like, you see what's about to happen? You see what's about to happen? She's going a little fast, didn't she? And then you're and then the guardian angel has you lift up your foot on the gas, okay? That's how it works. So just know you're being watched over and a lot of protection for you. So go ahead and take the extra, the extra foot, or go the extra mile. Just go a little bit further, and and, and I think you're going to find your dreams, what your, or your accomplishments, what you're trying to accomplish. Perfect. I hear. I'm sorry. I have a new understanding now. So I don't know if that's something that you need to hear from one of them, but they know better now. And so I'm going to leave that with you because we are running out of time. What do you have, Cassie? Um, I got uh, the Kyanite card and basically what it says is make time for yourself. 
Yeah. Um, just self-care is really, really important. Yeah. Good. So, Steve, tell everybody how they can find you. How can they get a reading? What you got going uh, on? Just, just go on the go on the internet. Go on uh, uh, Facebook. I have two two sites on Facebook. I'm on the internet at stevespur.com or cowboypsychic.com. Um, and and uh, you go to my site. I'm only doing uh, Skype, phone readings, Zoom readings right now because of the the pandemic. And uh, all you do is is push on the phone reading, and you'll tell me what you want to do, Skype or Zoom or whatever, or, or a phone. Um, and it'll give you my schedule and times and dates that I have open. Perfect, perfect. And then anybody who I wants to book with me, me on. you're welcome. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Anybody wants to book with me, it's under the Red Couch Medium, um, Facebook, TikTok, website, the Red Couch Medium. I have a development circle coming up, and Cassie's going to post the link to that on next Wednesday. So if anybody's interested in developing your own gifts and seeing if there's anything that you have, that there's a development circle going on every other Wednesday starting next week. That's all I've got going on. Cassie, you? Hang on. Let me drop that in the comments real quick. Um, all right, we're good. So, um, all right, I'm Cassie Clayton, and um, you can always find me at Stargazers Unite. Um, I'm on, I've got a website, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, start, just Stargazers Unite. And um, also, for any of the other episodes that we've had for Metaphysical Happy Hour, you can always go to metaphysicalhappyhour.com. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, all other podcast platforms. So definitely head over there. Um, the show will be uploaded very shortly. Um, and so, yeah. Thank you, Steve, for coming on. We appreciate you. I love you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Until we'll, next we'll time, everybody. This, we'll have to do this live sometime. Yeah, in person. Unless this pandemic's over. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys next time. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye bye. Good people now. Good people now.